You're listening to Winging It, and I'm Christina Johnson. This episode is Bearded Vultures, Conservation, and Polygamy. Now, how do these topics go together? As soon as I said vulture, your mind probably went to a big black bird, probably with a bald head. However, there are many different kinds of vultures. We are going to focus on the bearded vulture, a.k.a. the Japetus barbatus, which is listed as near-threatened due to habitat loss. I urge you to Google this one. It's a pretty unique and beautiful bird. Their feathers are naturally mostly white, but what gives this bird its name is the unique black markings that start around its eyes and flow into feather tufts that hang from the base of its beak. I always thought it looked like the kind of big bird an old wizard would have. Now that you've got a picture in your head, why should we care about the conservation of these vultures? Most people think vultures are gross because they scavenge dead animals, but this is the very thing that actually makes them vital to keeping our environment healthy. When animals die, they decompose, and that can be a breeding ground for all kinds of bacteria and toxins that can be harmful to other animals like rabies. Vultures provide what is called an ecosystem service, meaning they act as a cleanup crew for their environment by eating these potential hazards. We have the vulture, we have conservation, but how on earth does polygamy have anything to do with it? Well, later in the episode, I'm going to summarize a paper by Martina Carit and a few other researchers called Linking Ecology, Behavior, and Conservation. Does habitat saturation change the mating system of bearded vultures? From the title, you can start to see how polygamy might fit in here. So let's get into the nitty gritty of this bearded birdie. Bearded vultures carve out resource-rich areas in the mountainous regions of Eurasia and Africa. What I found really interesting in my research is something that makes them unique among vultures. 70% of their diet is actually bones, just bones. In fact, they even prefer bones over raw meat and their digestive system is set up to handle it. Another really cool thing that makes these unique in the world of birds in general is that Their feathers are mostly white, but if you googled them, you probably notice that they have a lot of rusty reds in their coloring instead of white. They actually find pools of water that are saturated with iron, and they lay in them to dye their feathers red. Researchers have several theories about why they do this. It could be for antibacterial purposes or related to mating displays, but they don't have anything conclusive yet. Moving on to their mating behaviors, they're usually monogamous and practice biparental care in low densities. So let's break this down. Low density means there are fewer breeding pairs in the territory of their habitat. Monogamous means they have one breeding partner. The biparental part just means they share their efforts towards nest building, defense, incubating the eggs, and feeding the chicks. Recently, this practice has changed. In the research paper I mentioned earlier, Karit and the other authors highlight a change in the monogamous mating behavior of the bearded vulture, and they tie this into their conservation. The change that they observed was that more of these monogamous breeding pairs are turning into trios. Karit explains that these types of trios are practicing cooperative breeding and are sometimes polygamous. So a third vulture becomes involved in the protection of the nest and chick rearing of a breeding pair, which leads to some cases where one of the original pair will even mate with the third vulture, and this is how they are polygamous. 
How the researchers explain this change is by habitat saturation due to habitat loss and degradation. In low densities, the birds have plenty of resources to be monogamous pairs. Habitat saturation is when there are more available breeding partners within that habitat. An extra vulture, they call a floater, will insert itself into an occupied, resource-rich territory as a helper to the breeding pair that's already in that habitat. You might think that this would be more productive and helpful to share the resources. The problem the researchers found with this tactic is that it's actually a larger drain on available resources and it causes less productivity with clear negative consequences to demography. Demography is the makeup of a population, such as rates of birth and death. These trios can lower the rate of chicks per year and put extra strain on the available resources. Based on these findings, Karik concluded that this change in mating behavior is compromising the conservation efforts to help this specific species. In the paper, they proposed relocation of the floaters to other suitable territories that are unoccupied in order to slow the rate of habitat saturation and increase the rate of chicks per year. These are some pretty uniquely amazing birds and they help keep their ecosystem healthy. There are various other things hurting their conservation aside from habitat saturation, uh, such as lead exposure, availability, and preference of food. I urge you to look into what you can do to help, even if it's just spreading the word or educating your friends about bearded vultures or vultures in general. Even just sharing some of the facts I talked about today can make a difference for these birds and how people see them. All right, listeners, that concludes our time together. I hope all of you learned at least one new thing today on Winging It.